love you, Chloe. I love you, Daddy. FIT with the Z. Time to get my fits on. Who's better than you? Nobody. What is up, Fitz? Everybody, Fitz happens. Time to get your fits on. And there goes the last DJ. FIT with the Z. Who plays what he wants to play? This is the Fitz show. He says what he wants to say. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, people everywhere, lovers of the world, presenting the one, the only, FIT with a Z player. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. And let me be the first to welcome you to our professional broadcast. Hope you had a good weekend. Everybody good? Yep. Yeah. Good relaxing weekend. All right, there's Drew. If it wasn't for Facebook, I wouldn't know when anyone's birthday is. Ever. Uh, what's up, Tanner the Millennial? Man, I accidentally slept in my pants last night, and I'm still wearing the same pants. Uh, and Bethany, the mouth from the South, is here as well. If you ever want to feel really good about your parenting skills, yeah. you can watch the Super Nanny. Mm-hmm. And he's starting a petition to add two days to the weekend. Our host, The Fitz. I just watched that Robin Williams new documentary about his life and stuff and ball my eyes out. Oh my, it's uh-huh. so good, isn't it? You yeah, did, it really is good. Did you have any tears? Yeah, it's just, yeah, I, I think because I felt like I connect with him in a lot of ways. <laughs> <laughs> so you're crying about your own problems. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what we need is a little Monday pre-show warm-up jam right now. Selected something special. Come on. Just to get us going. So warm us up a little bit before we kick out the show. My Maria, oh. don't you know I've come a long, long way. I've been longing to see her when she's around. She takes my blues away. Sweet Maria, the sunlight surely hurts my eyes. Again, we're just warming up. All right. I'm a lonely dreamer. The high note, y'all. We gotta embrace this Monday. We can't get through it if we don't own it. What do you guys want to talk about today? Oh, hang on. I know what I want to talk about. Before we kicked off the show today, Drew was uh, telling us a story about his dog, the Ace Man. Something that happened really, really early in the day. And this is something that your dog does every single morning? Every single morning. Uh, He gets up with my girlfriend, but then he comes back to bed and he lays right along my side. When she comes to kiss me goodbye, he sort of starts talking. He's not growling. He's not barking. He just talks. And the longer she stays there, he will continue the talk. Yeah, I can tell because I live with the both of you, and I get to listen to it all dang morning. It sounds like the dog is just kind of like saying goodbye to her. Like, maybe in a little while. Yeah. I love dogs. My God, I love dogs, too. Every day. I saw a picture... I think it was on Instagram. It was like a, a military Instagram, and it was this dog, and it said, uh, served from 2015 to 2018 in Afghanistan. And it was a beautiful picture of a German shepherd, and it said, 21 years of service. Wow. Nice. Nice. Isn't that cool? Uh-huh. Hey, that, dog is, that dog has as much service as I have time on this earth. <laughs> yeah. yeah, done a lot more for our country too. Yeah. <laughs> Way more. Yeah. What were you saying? I was gonna say we should talk about how Tanner's older brother is becoming a bad influence for him. Oh yeah, we'll get to that. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. Anything Shameful. else you guys want to talk about today? I got nothing. 
That's Monday for you. All right, stand by, you guys. We have the first round of the What Are You Kidding Me stories. On the way, here comes Monday. Ah, ah. Again, I hope you had a fantastic weekend, everybody. Let's go. Cheers to the three-day weekend. Now you won't get another day off until Thanksgiving. Happy Labor Day weekend. This is The Fit Show. And now, here's my daddy. It's time for your Why Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the Day. And I have some breaking What Are You Kidding Me? stories right now as I take you out of Montana. That's a bloody kangaroo! Two people were injured in a car accident last Wednesday when they swerved in Montana to avoid a wallaby in the road. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, a wallaby, a kangaroo. A a wallaby is a little tiny kangaroo. What's it doing in Montana? That's the question. Someone set that sucker free. No, here's the deal. What? It escaped from a nearby petting zoo. Oh. (laughs) How does it escape? Well, How does a kangaroo just escape from a petting zoo? Those things can jump. Open up a gate. There it goes. Oh, yeah, yeah. they can jump. <laughs> I would hate jump. to be the one guy that has to, like, run and try to catch it. Well, here he is right now. It's Trooper Matthew Finley from the Montana State Highway Patrol with some exclusive What Are You Kidding Me audio. I thought it was a joke or something like that, so I didn't really believe it until I went out there and saw a kangaroo off in the ditch. <laughs> How about that? Yeah. <laughs> I wonder, well, you don't see that every day. Those, those things kick. They kick yeah. hard. Yeah. Those True. things will beat you up, too. I've seen, like, oh, yes. one beat the crap out of a human. They can stand on their tail. Well, not Do you only know that, that, they can go back no. on their tail and kick. Yeah, and they could, they could, slap, with their, they could slap with their tail, too. Um, but we should also think about all the people in Montana. I mean, there was mass panic across the state. Sure. I can imagine. There's a kangaroo on the loose. Yeah. Oh, they don't talk like that in Montana. <laughs> That's not a kangaroo. All right. It's a wallaby. Let's go to page two. Why are you kidding me? Ladies and gentlemen, a special consumer watch. Hostess with the mostess. Now, if you've been to a state fair in the past decade or so, you've come face to face with deep fried Oreos, right? Gross. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also in, in an endless sea of... of Anything that Anything you want. sits still long enough to be fried. Well, check it out. You don't need to go to the state fair anymore because uh, Hostess has started selling deep fried Twinkies as of a couple of years ago in the freezer section at grocery stores. And Oreo state fair cookies are now coming soon to Walmart. This is a dream come true. Of course it's This is a great no, day for no. America. You're stripping the specialness away. They come in at two versions. Oh, you're saying it should all just be handled at the state fair. You, you should be at the fair, Same smell thing. them cooking, and it's like a once-a-year thing. Same thing with yeah. the pumpkin spice lattes, folks, and the Star Wars movies. Once a year. <laughs> What's once next? Once a year. Home elephant ears? I can't <laughs> believe it. I can't believe you guys are saying this. I mean, we're already quitting going to the movies because everything's delivered to our yeah. home on Netflix. Now we don't want to go to state fairs anymore because, is- because they're delivering state fair food directly to our house this is an exciting day this means i don't have to leave my house you never have to leave ever the world tailor-made for this guy (laughs) which is pretty much exactly this is your diet yeah pretty much (laughs) i mean well now it's gonna be right he's he's gonna have to give up the skinny jeans i'm thinking (laughs) he should have gave up those skinny jeans about seven months ago (laughs) there you go ladies and gentlemen you got the what are you kidding me stories of the day breaking every single hour Live. This 
This is the Fit Show. Fitch happens live. I'm still so excited what's going on with our brand new website. Check it out. Followfits.com. Followfitsfitz.com. You can go there and like you can send us what are you kidding me stories. Uh, submit for troop salutes. What else, Tanner the Millennial? Battle raps. Did you already say the good stuff? <laughs> yeah. Submit yep. for the good stuff. Yeah. Even general inquiries or comments. Questions. What are you kidding me stories? Troop salutes. Questions. Fitzbox. Comments and concerns. All, all, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Right there. Followfits.com. I don't know about you guys, but, you know, especially growing up as a kid and even now when we take the family on road trips and stuff, truck stops are, it's, it's, it's just a staple of America. Don't you agree? And if you go to truck stops, you never know what you're going to get at a truck stop. I've traveled every road in this here <laughs> land. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere. Favorite truck stops. They got Love's truck stops. You got Flying J truck stops. I think Love's have stepped up their game above the Flying J. Yeah, and you they know got what? more going on. Whenever you need that last minute pink cowboy hat, yeah. yeah. You could always go to a truck stop and you, you could can always find get it. Anything. I mean, yeah. you know, just, I mean, you walk around those trip stops and they've got stuff that's covered with dust mm-hmm. that has been there for probably 10 years. They still have phone accessories for like the original Nokia just phones on case. the shelf. Just in case. Who yeah, knows? You could Someone also, might need it. You could also take a shower there. Yes. Wait, you can? Yeah. yeah, I, have showers. Showers. yeah. I had yeah, better watch it though. Don't pick up the soap. <laughs> you need to get cultured. You got to travel around, stop at some truck stops. Just you know, <laughs> just because I don't know their showers and truck stops, that, that makes that, me not cultured. Yes, that's quite shocking to me. If you want a T-shirt that says "My girlfriend's a, a lusty redhead," that's where you get it yeah. at the truck stop. Yeah, <laughs> I actually have that T-shirt. <laughs> so anyway, um, a whole bunch of truck stops found out each state's most uniquely popular truck stop purchase item okay so check it out uh coffee is actually number one in five states Mm -hmm. connecticut north carolina south carolina oregon south dakota people love coffee you got louisiana on there hang on number two people in louisiana like red bull more than anything else (laughs) i believe it is vodka on there too (laughs) we're talking truck stops this is like a new new breed of trucker you can get all kinds of stuff at uh, people in Pennsylvania drink a uh, uh, disproportionate amount of Monster Energy drinks. Ooh, that's yeah. not good for you. Well, I'm sensing a trend. Well, truck drivers. Yeah. Got to stay up. Various brands of beer, number one in four states. State of Washington, <laughs> Iowa, West Virginia, and Wisconsin. Well, I hope they're drinking that after hours. Well, let's hopefully hope. they're on the end. They're on the yeah. other end of the country, <laughs> yeah. so it's they're like, okay, let's go get some beer because I don't have another... Place to be in. Yeah. And you're going to kick back days. in that sleeper, That's crack right. you a cold one. That's yeah, but right. I've always been amazed at, you know, these truck stop parking lots. Always packed. Mm-hmm. Y'all, I mean, you know, they just pull up in there and they sleep. And those things are like the Holiday Inn. Yeah, they are. Some of those cabins are like, um, you know, they have like plasma TVs mm-hmm. and, and they those have, things. Those things are running constantly. I'm surprised people from the environmental agency aren't standing in the middle of truck stop <laughs> parking lots going, Turn off your trucks. Turn it, off your it's trucks. not. It's not good to shut them off. I'm That's not, why. I'm just telling you. That doesn't mean that I gotta they give myself be there. a truck. New York loves hot dogs more than any other state. Missouri loves corn dogs. Bananas are number one in Florida truck stops. They're also really popular in Texas. <laughs> they like potassium. Yeah. And the lamest one on the list is a, a cup of ice. 
Really popular uh, Mississippi. That's what I would do. Really what? popular Mississippi. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. Bear, man. I breathe the mountain air. You're listening to the Fit Show. Fit happens live. Your attention, please. You're listening to the Fit Show. Fit happens live. All right, everybody, snap what you see right now, wherever you are. There you are, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app. Snap what you see and just send it back to me. We just love to see uh, what you're looking at, what's going on through your eyes right now. You know what? It's also really cool uh, with going along with snap what you see. Send us a video of, like, snap what you see 20 seconds, right? Hmm. Snap what like you see. Like 20 seconds of their... Of their life. Get 20 seconds of your life right now. I love that. Yeah, I just want to... Video aspect would be cool. So just go to our Facebook page. Uh, Facebook.com slash follow fits. Welcome, Drew. There's Tanner, Bethany the Mouth from the South. And I always say I can't imagine living in the dating world right now. Because I'm a married man. You know what I mean? I'm a married man. Right over there is Bethany the Mouth from the South. And we don't know what it's like in that Tinder or, or Bumble world. I don't want to. It's yeah. creepy. Well, it doesn't mean I haven't been doing the research of really cool things you could add to your dating profile. It just seems like it's so personal, and it's like yeah. in your business. Literally in your business. Yeah. All right, so Tanner the Millennial, you, you've been on like Bumble and Tinder and stuff. Yeah. I mean, is, is it a... It's pretty common to it's you, right? It's just so casual. Yeah, everybody my age has Tinder and Bumble <laughs> and all the da- other dating apps. I used to have them before I had a girlfriend. And it's a whole different world, you I'll know, tell you what. So is it literally just send them a message and then you could like meet up in 20 minutes? Yes. Yeah, well, you have to match with Ugh. them. Like, uh, my cousin went to Florida for, you know, the week, found someone on Tinder, went walking down the beach with wow. him. I mean... It that was, scares me. Honestly, yes, the, I, these I, are strangers. I, maybe I'm old and the world scares me now, but that that doesn't uh, just what, seems risky. I in know a lot that's of ways. what I'm saying. I, I I don't think that I would ever even if I was in the dating world in these days, I don't yeah. think that I would feel comfortable meeting a total stranger. And so yeah, there, well, I, I saw a thing on Instagram, you know, 25 years ago we used to discourage that, you know, meeting uh, a stranger out and about, right? And and then now it's almost encouraged. Encouraged and I think there has been some weird I, I know a lot of people that have actually found love on Tinder and on Bubble. Though. Love me yeah. Tinder? Yeah. I think they've also found a crazy, too. What, these are some of the best things that men and women can add to their dating profiles. For men, the best thing you can add is that you're a firefighter. It'll get you 179% more matches. Being over six foot two and making six figures are also great, apparently. Oh, yeah. People, yeah, people say how much yeah. money they make, and believe it or not, they get a lot of matches. Based off of they that. tell people how much money they make on yeah. Tinder and Bumble. Well, are you kidding me? Or they oh tell how much they want people to think they yes, make. Yeah, exactly. A lot of thirty thousand dollar millionaires on <laughs> Tinder. Yeah, and a lot of five foot nine guys have been over six foot for <laughs> That's years. That's right. <laughs> uh, for women, the best thing to add is that uh, you sell insurance. What? I guess people are attracted to female insurance saleswomen. What? Yeah, I, I, I didn't yeah. know that was a thing. <laughs> also, having blonde hair, saying you want kids. Having a dog are also things that'll uh, get you hooked up. I don't know about the kids thing, because yeah. when I was on Tinder and I saw kids, I scrammed. I was like, nope, not having any part of that. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show, you guys. Time for our third favorite four-letter word. Oh. This is the Fitch Show. Fitch happens live. 
You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. Don't you wish your Monday was a freak like me? And here we go. I'm optimistic. How's your Monday? I know a Monday when I see one. Let's get down to business. Monday? Oh, Monday. I'm quite lazy. I can hold my head up. And I'm not tired yet. Rainy days and Mondays always get me down. Welcome back to the show. Hope you had a great weekend. Welcome to Monday. There's Drew. Tanner the Millennial is here. Bethany the Mouth from the South is over there. And, Drew, I don't know if you realize, but we've gotten a couple of uh, comments from people oh. wanting to know, like, what's going on with your court case? Um, oh, boy. Basically, you guys, our, our buddy Drew over here had like a uh, – sum up the impound experience that you've been dealing with for the past couple of days well, uh, really quick. I had a couple vehicles impounded. It was actually my pickup truck and then my trailer, that my car trailer that had my rally car, my race car on it. Um, they were parked on private property. I had okay, but apparently the person didn't have the authority who gave me the okay. So they were impounded. Okay. Uh, they had I, like three of your cars. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So when I went to go pick them up, they just started handing me these ridiculous bills uh, for, the, for the impound, for the storage, for like, ah, we're just going to charge double on that because it's big. Oh, yeah, that car on the trailer, we're charging you a full impound for that, even though they never touched it. That's messed up. Uh, so long story short, it was, I think, about $1,400 to get my stuff back. Oh, my God. Um, so I started filing complaints because they were doing it wrong. Of course, they're jerks about it, but I don't. I almost don't blame them because every single person that walks in that office hates their guts and probably swears at them. Right. Um, but I was being very polite, professional. Anyway, it's, these, it's going to court. And these people, like, they they didn't have any compassion. They wouldn't try to work no. with you in any way. So you're, you're, you're uh, not letting them get away with it. So you're, you're going to court. You, you said, like, you feel like you have a lot of pressure, like you're kind of having to be your own attorney right now. Yeah, I'm having to file this because, of course, it already cost me more than I could afford. And now it's costing me money to file with the court. I mean, that's... It sort of stinks that the system is built this way, that it costs me money to go in and file. I mean, the court's there for us, the citizens, to use, and I understand there's expenses, but... Um, if they didn't charge you, though, I mean, everybody would be going there all the time and not using the Maybe not, because it's really complex to go through and file the papers and get it all done and get the right place and the right forms. Which, which brings this up. You know, Drew said all this court stuff really highlights a problem that we have in our country today. These courts are here for our protection and for us. But if you aren't well-educated or articulate, this can be very, very intimidating. And, Drew, you said, well, thank goodness that you know how to, to, to write a letter and, and, and you know, uh, be articulate because yeah. you're, you're, you're trying to... To basically get your money back, but for people who might not have some cash on them, or you know, ha- well, who, uh, have I the mean, ability to follow this well, system, I, I had to draft a letter to the judge to ask his permission for my case. And yeah. I was thinking, like, if you weren't good at writing a letter, wow. this would be terrifying. You're, it's like r- turning something into a college professor. Mm-hmm. Right? This has got to be on point. Like my grammar's got to be right, my verbiage has got to be right. I've got to, like I said, be articulate and express myself in a very short one-page yeah. letter in order to try and get the right to show my case. Other than that, it, it wouldn't even be heard, right? All right, yeah. Uh, and, and, I, I've even thought about dropping out, like, oh, this is too much trouble. But I'm no, I'm going to stick them to it because they're just getting away with this stuff on people every day, right? And like, maybe a normal person w- probably wouldn't even know to, you know, write the judge or f- try to figure out what steps do you take to maybe get your money back and file this complaint and against think, these people. Think about this. I mean, we're taught we do stories all the time where most people don't even have a thousand dollars in their savings account right, right. to pay for an emergency. So. Let's just say that this was someone's do? real. This was someone's car, and they really needed it to get to work. Yeah. And this is a single mom or a single dad, even. Or hey, I'm telling know. you, it broke my back to pay it. Yeah. Like it took everything. And and just like you said too, think about people with families. You don't have a car, then kids don't get to school, right. and then you don't get to the grocery store, and everything falls apart. So 
I don't know. Slap the books on him, Drew. So Drew is going to Get court him. not only for himself, but for all America. those people. I am fighting for you, America. That's right. My name is Drew. I'm the strong hammer. You call me anytime if you have a late legal problem. Call me now. <laughs> all right, Drew. We're looking forward to it. I'll keep you updated. Do this for the people. For the people. He's hilarious. <laughs> this is The Fit Show. Break it up, son, and break out the rowdy. Now back to The Fit Show. Fit happens. Live. Trying out something on social media, uh, if you have a couple of seconds. Snap what you see, but you know, snap it for like 20 seconds. Just video something, you know, whatever you're looking at right now, wherever you are at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app. It's going to crash our inbox with all that extra bandwidth. Our Facebook inbox? Yeah. Can you do that? Can you crash a Facebook box? No. no. Not with a 20-second video, Drew. This isn't 1999. Yeah, but what if we get, <laughs> we're going to get thousands of them. I hope. <laughs> I, Drew, I'd be excited if we got five or six. <laughs> I'd be excited if we got one. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, just post on our Facebook page right now. Just video what's around you and just snap what you see. Um Drew and I were just having a conversation. He just lost a relative. Aunt Edna, what was her name? Judy. Aunt Judy. Aunt Judy. Um, I, first of all, bless her little heart. I'm mm-hmm. sorry she passed away. Are you going to go to the funeral? Uh, actually, I just missed it. Oh. Well. Shows you really care about your Aunt Judy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Apparently, Drew's sister called them last night, and she was destroying Drew about not going to Aunt Judy's funeral. Well, can I can I defend myself a little bit? First of all, she's not even our aunt. What? She's actually like a second cousin. But you then, just call her your aunt. Why do you Why do you call her Aunt Judy? Well, I think she's my dad's cousin. Okay. I think, or maybe his second cousin. I don't yeah. know. I literally met this woman probably five times, and all before I was nine years old. Oh yeah, I wouldn't go to that funeral either. Okay. But my sister's like the great connector. Okay. My sister Tammy is like anyone. If you once breathed on a relative of ours, your family. Right. And you're like, is she trying to soak up an inheritance? <laughs> it's possible. She'll probably win eventually with that. <laughs> Sounds like my, my older sister. I mean, she stays in touch with every single relative. There's no doubt she's trying to pick up some inheritance. Yeah, what is it about older sisters? They got the connection gene or something. Yeah. <laughs> or they just want some of that money. I think, I mean, that's she's probably a, a happy side effect. Is of there it. a possibility you can get any money from Aunt Edna? No way. Huh. I doubt she remembers me. And what is it that that you what? remember? What is what is it that you remember about Aunt Edna exactly? Um, well, she was a very elegant woman because she did have money, and she was very elegant and well dressed mm. and coiffed and all that. But the one thing I do remember from being a very little kid was never that we were instructed specifically at a family get together: don't touch Aunt Judy's uh, what they call it fancy water. <laughs> And Aunt Judy would always walk around with that glass clinking, you know, the little ice cubes clinking in her fancy water. And, of course, every one of us, when you tell a kid not to do it, what do they do? Oh, you got to have a sip of the fancy water. You go right for it. But the problem is... It's like like, uh, Jesus juice. Yeah, yeah. If you said, y'all do it, they're going to do it. But no one really took a sip because if it got close to your face, you realized it burned your nose. Because Aunt Judy's special water, her her fancy water, is really just straight vodka. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, everybody. Step away from... Aunt Judy's fancy water. That's my fancy water, Drew. Wow. You have, well, I used to know someone who used to have the, a, a little fancy mug. Mm-hmm. And they would sit back in that little mug. And, and for years, everybody thought it was tea. Uh-uh. Oh. Uh, mm-hmm. oh. Uh, oh. Uh, yeah. It, it wasn't tea in that mug. So. She would, he always says she would sit there and be like, oh. Oh. Uh. 
See, my family never hid their alcoholism. (laughs) (laughs) Mine either. Hey, so, oh, you're 12 years old. Have some fancy Uh, water. (laughs) All right, you guys. Welcome to the show. It's the end of summer. Now it's time to stop complaining about the heat and start complaining about raking the leaves and doing all that. This is the Fitch Show. Fitch happens live. F-I-T with a Z. Come on. This is the Fit Show. This is my team, baby. It happens live. Yes, if you're not a P1, you need to be one. All right? Tune us in. Turn it up. Keep it on. There's a, other shows out there that claim to have the most loyal list. It's crap. It's all, all a bunch of propaganda fake news. <laughs> we have the most loyal listeners. We do. Our P1s. Who, who, who said it and forget it, right? Drew? Yeah, all it takes to be a P1 is you say, this is the show for me, so you lock us in, you, know, you program us on that number one button, that first preset on your stereo, lock it on this show, and you never take it off, and that makes you a P1. Uh, representing the ladies, hanging out. Her name is Bethany, the mouth from the south, and I think now would be a good time to get, uh, I don't know, some, some of Bethany's soul food. Just a little something to give you some inspiration, right? Make Bethany, you feel good. Give me some soul food. What you got? Well, every Sunday morning, someone, this this person, takes a light jog around the park near his home. There's a lake located in one corner of the park, and each time he jogs by this lake, he sees the same elderly woman sitting at the water's edge with a small metal cage sitting right beside her. So this past weekend, his curiosity got the best of him. He walked over, and as he got closer, he realized that the metal cage was in fact a small trap. There were three turtles, unharmed, slowly walking around in the base of the trap, and she had a fourth turtle in her lap, and she was carefully scrubbing his shell with a spongy brush. Hello, I said, or he said. Hello, he said. I see you here every Sunday morning. If you don't mind my nosiness, I'd love to know what you're doing with these turtles. She smiled slowly said, I'm cleaning off their shells. Anything on a turtle's shell, like algae or scum, reduces the turtle's ability to absorb heat and impedes its ability to swim. It can also corrode and weaken the shell over time. He said, wow, that's really nice of you. She says, well, I spend a couple of hours each Sunday morning relaxing by this lake, helping these little guys out. It's my own strange way of making a difference. He said, but don't most freshwater turtles live their entire lives with algae and scum hanging off their shells? And she said, yeah, sadly they do. So he scratched his head and he says, well, don't you think your time could be better spent? Like no offense or anything, but how exactly are your localized efforts here truly making a difference? The woman giggled a little bit. She looked down at the turtle in her lap, scrubbed off the last piece of algae. She said, sweetie, if this little guy could talk, he'd tell you I just made all the difference in the world. So the moral of this one is, you can change the world. Maybe not all at once, but one person, one animal, one good deed at a time. So wake up every morning and pretend like what you do makes a difference. Because it does. There you go. That is your heapin' helpin' of soul food.
Time to send off summer with one last sunburn. Ow. This is the Fit Show. Oh, Fitch happens live. Come on! Now back to the Fit Show. Fitz rock. Fitz happens live. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for being here today. There's Drew and Tanner the Millennial. Bethany the Mouth from the South. Um, you know what? I think something that we all have in common is going to Craigslist. I mean, do you guys ever just take a couple of minutes and go to Craigslist? I love Craigslist. I oh, use yeah. Craigslist all the time. Do you ever see some of the like bizarre items that, I don't know, you could buy anything and everything you want? It's like shopping in a really big, weird, odd store. <laughs> right. World's biggest flea market. Yes! So, ladies Perfect. and gentlemen, uh, uh, so welcome to the world's biggest flea market. This is the Craigslist Price is Right. Here's what's going to happen. Drew has picked some bizarre items from Craigslist, mm-hmm. and it's going to be our job to try to guess the actual price of the bizarre Craigslist item without going over. Okay. And, by the way, wherever you are, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, play along with us. And and I want to I want to start this off as uh, I mean, we've done this bit before, but it's been a while since we've done this. Mm-hmm. So let's start a, a season of it right now. So game one, season one, Craigslist Price is Right. Drew, what do you got for me? Here we go. The first item up for bid on Craigslist Price is Right is a bearded dragon habitat and supplies. So Ooh. you'll see and he's showing a photo. It's I kind of an it. aquarium with a bunch of stones and things in it. And she says uh, they have a bearded dragon habitat. They have to move. And they can't take the bearded dragon with them, so they'd like to sell the habitat and all of its... Do you get the bearded dragon with the habitat? She does say if you want the bearded dragon, you have to call her separately about rehoming that. This is just the supplies. Fitz, what's your guess? I'm going to say $21.99 for the bearded dragon habitat, Drewzy. Okay, $21.99. Tanner, what's yours? $70, Drew. Okay, Bethany, what is your bid? $34.99. The actual... Craigslist asking price is one hundred and fifty dollars. Tanner yeah! gets the points. That is good stuff. That's All right, what I'm talking All right. About. let's move, move on to Craigslist item number two. Moving on, Craigslist item number two is a five by seven Cabo San Lucas sand pebble picture frame, and the seller says this is a beautiful frame for that special memory. And he says, "Call Rex." By the way, make this happen, guys. Women love this kind of stuff. That's what Rex oh, says. Wow. In the and it's it, what kind of a picture frame? It is, is it? a Cabo San Lucas sand pebble picture frame. Oh. All right. Fitz, what is your bid on this Dang. item? Man, I'm sticking by that 20 number, Drewzy. Let's go $20. All right, $20. Tanner, what is your bid? Drew, I'm going to go a little high. I'm going with $40. $40. Bethany, what is your bid on this item? Remember the rules of Price is Right. Can't go over. This is the Craigslist Price so is Right. I would can't say, go over. Uh, $4.99. Uh, wow. Low. Is there a bonus for getting within a dollar? Because Bethany... Got within one cent the exact price. The asking price is $5 for the sand pebble picture frame. Good for you, Bethany. I wish you would have known about this before Father's Day. That's what you would have (laughs) gotten. Oh, I would have. Apparently, ladies do love this stuff. Rex is right. (laughs) Actually, I would have rather got a trip to Cabo. (laughs) Made our own damn pictures. All right, guys. (laughs) All right, our final item, Jersey. Final item. We're, we're We're going big time here. This is a helicopter. It is a full, real-life Dynon Skyview helicopter. It's a single-seat, turbine-powered helicopter, real deal. So, like, uh, a person can You fit can in that. get in this and fly it. You have to have a pilot license for it. And it's on Craigslist. Is it a drone? What is it? No, this is a real helicopter that you fly in. It's, it's turbine-powered. It's a helicopter. How many people? One person. One single-seat helicopter. 
You've got to be a better listener. I know, but I'm just, it's so confusing. It's okay. a Skynin, uh, a Dynan Skyview glass panel helicopter. Okay. All right. With all the avionic junk. Hmm. Fitz, how much would you bid for this helicopter? I think he's selling, I think he's getting rid of this bad boy for $100, Drozy. Wow, $100. Yeah, that'd that's... be a bargain. $8,000, Drew. Okay, and Bethany? I'm going to go for maybe 2000 Tanner wins it. Yeah! It is the actual Craigslist asking price is $59,000 for that single seater. Wow. Who wins today? Tanner won yeah. with two correct answers. Congratulations, Tanner. I mean, thank you. I'd like to thank my mom. Yeah, obviously you spend a lot of time on Craigslist. <laughs> it is a hobby of mine. If you'd like to submit some bizarre Craigslist items, just uh, send them to Drew. Just go to followfits.com. Peace out, Summer. This is the Fit Show. Fit happens live. And now, and now, it's time for your. Why are you kidding me? Stories of the day. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, I hope you had a fantastic weekend. I've been receiving your What Are You Kidding Me stories all weekend long. Now, also receiving What Are You Kidding Me stories at followfits.com if you want to send us some. Going to kick it off with a very special What the Florida story. Mom of the year. 66-year-old woman thought her 46-year-old son took her cell phone last Saturday, so she did what most mothers probably wouldn't do in that situation. Tried to uh, do a drive-by shooting on him. <laughs> wow. Granny got her gun. Granny's been playing too much Grand Theft Auto. She's well, not playing around. Granny Theft Auto. I'll tell you what, fortunately, Granny had some pretty bad eyesight, and she missed. <laughs> and she was arrested. It turned out that uh, he didn't even have the phone. It was at her house. It was oh, in the couch. Wow. Oh, God. <laughs> That's why you need to have location services on your phone so you can ping it when you can't find it. Yeah, yeah. Well, it sounds to me I'm like... sure she would have gone right for the ping. Yeah. The sounds granny. to me like she's trying to ping him. Ping, 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 ping. Let's go to page two. What? Are, are you kidding me? Ladies and gentlemen, out of the here we go again file. April, April, April. April the giraffe, folks, has been put on pregnancy watch. Again? Oh, Again. On. A little, little hooch. Late, hang on. She's trying to repopulate yeah. the world with giraffes. I swear if we live stream her waiting to have... Uh, a giraffe for like three months again. Oh, I'm going to go crazy. You'd have to have parental advisory. Uh, I mean, come on. Look what April's been doing. Mm-hmm. April's not stopping. Yeah, She's a star a- now. April's been going since April, it looks like. <laughs> and listen, even if she is pregnant, she wouldn't have her baby until next year sometime. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I wonder who the daddy is. There's well, probably, probably, a, probably a pretty limited number of suspects say, at the zoo. Probably the male giraffe there. <laughs> well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. We'll keep you updated on that story, too. You got the... What? Are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. So, let's go. This happened. It's the Fit Show. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. Again, if you uh, have a couple of seconds and you know somebody doing some good and you're live doing some good in your hood... Uh, Maybe it's a friend, coworker, or loved one. Just go to followfits.com, click on the good stuff, and tell us all about them. You know there's a big battle going on right now between uh, 
like the taxis and the Ubers and the Lyfts. Yeah. Oh, it's a serious. It's oh, an all-out war. Because, it's an all-out war. Yeah. Uber just basically jumped on the the taxi business and has been eating their lunch. Right. And then Lyft came along, and they're eating their dinner. And they're eating somebody's <laughs> dinner. Um. Well. Lyft is continuing to help out people because after the hurricanes in, in Florida and Texas last year, they took people to shelters free of charge. Now they're doing it for another group that could, I think, really, really use some help. Um, they partnered with the American Cancer Society for this program called Road to Recovery. And they're actually offering cancer patients free rides to their and from their cancer treatments. Wow. Oh, that's cool. You know, Lyft is really trying to differentiate themselves from By doing some Uber. good. They're trying to be much more community friendly. Yeah. They're they're doing Sounds stuff like, like it this. To me, yeah, because they're, all they're... I've heard about Uber is some sketchy material mm-hmm. there. Well, actually, they tried to come after me too because I thought it'd be cool to uh, create a, a ride sharing service for country folks called Goober. <laughs> <laughs> Where it's all like pickup trucks. Yeah, and, and people, you know, I put a mattress in the back of my pickup truck, and they just, you know, ride in it. <laughs> Welcome to Goober. Throw some bales of hay back there. No, they pay me with uh, snuff in Copenhagen. (laughs) (laughs) And beef jerky. (laughs) But anyway, um, on a serious note, Lyft is is doing this. uh, Again, offering free rides to people to their cancer treatments. They started it last fall in Miami and Vegas. Now they've announced they're expanding to more cities, Los Angeles, Philly, Houston, and Cincinnati, Denver, St. Louis, Atlanta, parts of New Jersey. And instead of using the Lyft app, patients can call the American Cancer Society helpline to set it up. And Lyft covers all the costs. And there's Very even cool. a 1-800 number to call the American Cancer Society. So, I mean, I just really wanted to say wherever you are right now, at home, at work, or in your car, and maybe financially you're having some issues and, and you are... Or you know someone that does. Or you know someone and you need to get to your cancer treatment. Man, call the American Cancer Society number and they will figure out a way to get you there. It's amazing. Uh, in cooperation with Lyft. Yeah, pretty cool. There you go. That is the good stuff. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. The Fit Show. You're listening to The Fit Show nationwide. Every day, Fitch. Welcome back to the show. Everybody, welcome to Monday, Monday, Monday. Uh, you know what? There hasn't been a good song about Monday in a while. I don't think, think about it. Ever been a great song about Monday? No, they're manic, always melancholy. Manic Monday is awesome. Manic Monday, it's the song of all songs about Monday. Just yes. another manic. Yeah, it still Monday. makes me sad. What about uh, country artist Steve Azar? I don't have to be me till Monday. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, but that's it's always a, a weekend song. I think. Uh, people are giving me a hard time today because uh, so I got a brand new haircut a couple of days ago. It was kind of different, whatever. And uh, my wife called me Dad Hunt. Body like a bag. <laughs> Except uh, nothing really close to Sam Hunt's awesome haircut. It's more of maybe like a whoever cut its attempt. It may be going for something like that. I feel like you're going through a millennial life crisis oh, right now. A millennial life crisis. Yeah, because your hair, you a, your hair kind of is what millennials have right now. A lot of people my age have the short sides and the top of it floops over to the side. <gasps> and you came I, up, I, it I, floops over. It floops. But you came up. First thing you said to me was like, "Oh man, your hair is lit." And now, and now you're, and now you're coming after me. Well, I had to save my energy to roast you on air. <laughs> he lured you in. Uh, give me my Sam Hunt again to to honor my dad Hunt haircut. I'll take any of any Sam Hunt. Next thing you know, you're going to be wearing skinny jeans with an oversized T-shirt. Never. Yes. <laughs> Never. Yes. Big old black boots. Oh yeah. Yep. Yes. 
Um, let's talk about Sam Hunt for a second. I, I mean, I don't know if a lot of you are familiar with his story, but he had a thing for a woman like nothing I've ever seen. I mean, he fell in love with this girl named Hannah Lee, right? And Hannah Lee didn't know if she wanted old Sammy. And Hannah Lee was in Hawaii surfing. She was like, you have no hit songs. And this is the crazy (laughs) thing, is that his quest to get Hannah Lee made every other girl in the entire world fall in love with Sam Hunt. Because he flew to Hawaii like nine nine times in two months. I love Hannah Lee. I like, I love her. He flew to Hawaii? Yeah, he flew to Hawaii. This dude's a uh, psycho. Are you kidding me? But... Yeah, I I also but love he got Hannah the Lee. Girl. Yeah, if you he weren't a good-looking, successful country star, you'd have a restraining order. By you'd that be a creeper. That's for yeah. sure. Right. Well, that's the thing, though. When people, when guys do crazy things like that uh, to try to show their woman they love them, is that a sign of craziness or creepiness, or is that a sign of love that I will do anything and I will try, I will show you anything to prove to you that I love you and that you should be with me? Reminds me of a night I drove from Dallas to Shreveport, Louisiana, like three times in one night because. You know, Bethany over there, I thought was hooching around on me. But I wasn't. I was just like, laying she was on at her the house. Couch. In this case, you seem like a psycho. <laughs> <laughs> yes. She should have got a restraining order. My mother was like, what? What is going on? And I'm like, Bethany, that boy's outside again. I said, I did this because I love her. And my cousin ran out with a golf, golf club. club, hit my truck with it. But- in all, what? in all fairness, she told him she would if he showed she did, up. If I showed up. You got Tiger woods Straight up dead, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Give me my Sammy again. Alexis, body like a it's good, it's good, uh, it's good fodder for our grandkids. Yeah, it, it absolutely is. Uh, by the way, if you have a chance today, check out sweet old Hannah Lee Hunt. <laughs> she is awesome. And you know what else is great about her is that even though she's, she's kind cool. of been thrust into the, the limelight, she doesn't want it. She doesn't even yeah. have an she Instagram have page. An Instagram she doesn't have anything. any social no, media. She just likes to chill. Yeah, she doesn't want any of that. Hannah so Lee doesn't go to the cool. world. The world goes to Hannah Lee. All right, welcome to the show. Welcome to Monday. So thick and so sweet. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. The one and only. The one. The one and only. 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 This is. Ladies and gentlemen. The one and only. This is Fit's territory. Fit happens. Live. Live. Special shout out to everyone who sent extreme pet close-up pictures for uh, Friday on our Facebook page. Sweet little picture of Susie Lou. That's our puppy dog, by the way, everyone. Yeah, I did. You posted it. It was so sweet. Yeah. By the way, um, for today, unbelievable selfie contest happening right now. Like one of the greatest selfie contests going on right now. Monday moaning. If you're having a crappy Monday, just send us that Monday face. Take a selfie right now. Post it on our page, Facebook.com/slash/followfits. Past few days, especially over the weekend, I don't know what's going on, but uh, solicitors feel like they have the right. They're, they're walking up to my house like crazy, over and over, knocking on my door. They, they? Tr- trying to get their, you know, clean the bugs or get the mm-hmm. spiders out. And the thing don't is, they have too, the right? No, they do <laughs> not they have, do the, have right. the right. Thing no. is too, these people totally ignore the fact that you ha- that people have the no soliciting sign. That's right, right by their door. Like I grew up, and we had one of those signs, and they Did didn't it help? care. They didn't care. They're acting like they couldn't read. Wow. You're, you're having this issue too, right? Yeah. The weird thing is you were complaining about it off air. Ah, these guys are always coming to my house, coming to my door. Like the fourth pest company in a month has been right. there. They can't do that, right? Yeah. And I went home and Friday night, 
Bam, guy comes to my door, pest guy. And I live like 25 miles away from you, so wow. it's, it's not even it's the same weird. neighborhood. I'm telling you, Alexa and Google are listening. Yeah. And they're sending people out to our doors. But, it's just so odd. Hey, dude, it's your pest control. Sure would like to take care of your pest. <laughs> Get those creepy crawlies out of your house. Listen, I'm, yeah. here, I'm here with your neighbor, Nick. Yeah, it's always the neighbor. Yes. I'm working on your neighbor's place. I'm, I'm talking to Frank over so there. So I can get you for half price. As long as I'm in the neighborhood. Yeah. It's the same pitch every single time, though. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, when they say, yeah, so your neighbor over there, and I'm like, I don't care. I don't talk to those neighbors. <laughs> the fact that you just mentioned those neighbors, no way I'm doing business with you now. Yeah, your neighbors <laughs> are crazy. <laughs> so what you're telling me is Tom has a disgusting infested house over there? I knew it. The guy's a creep. He's disgusting. So... <laughs> I'd like to know, wherever you are right now at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, what can I do to stop these uh, these soli- uh, solicitors, yeah. I guess, from walking up? I mean, I have the sign and everything. No solicitors. I even have laser beams, like for Mission Impossible, <laughs> going in front of my front porch. They walk past those. Now, I will. I want to take the devil's advocate side of this for a okay. minute and take their side because it is probably the hardest job. It is the hardest in, job. Definitely the hardest job in sales and maybe one of the hardest jobs there is because you're literally just walking up to strangers' doors, knocking call. on their door, cold call, yeah. in person. Is it simply commission? Usually. Probably. Yeah. Wow. I had a, a door-to-door That's sales sad. job for one day. Uh, I kind of got tricked. so hard. I answered an ad for warehouse manager. This is when I was like 19 or something and had warehouse manager at $12 an hour, which back then was a lot of money. Yeah. And I went and then you ended up sitting in a little sales seminar and they get you all whoop, 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 riled up. And then they basically send you out that day. You know, I remember when I was a, a kid, I guess I was 18 or 19 at, at a mall one time. And there's like 10 or 15 of these really, really young people, right? I'm, you know, probably 20, 25, they're like, hey, man, listen, why don't you join us? You could hop in this van with us. We can go sell magazines across the country. Ugh. Do you know what I'm talking yes. about? They literally wanted me to jump in a no. van with him, stay in whatever hotels and sell mag. And I'm well, like, Are I you thought, dude, that's living the life, man. I thought the magazine people were always like a recovery person. Yeah, or a kid Usually. with a charity. Yes, they yeah. were either at school. Boys and Girls Club. Yeah, or something like that. Or they, or they were going to, they were they someone, they had a Saw a horrible story about how they they're recovering. Like, oh yeah, and so I'm you, selling ESPN. By the way, you really feel bad. You're like, no, I don't want any magazines, but I'm recovering. But good no, luck I on that recovery. <laughs> I'm so sorry. And you end up ordering like Home and Garden. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, I'd love some advice on that. Welcome to the show. Welcome to Monday, you guys. This is Fitz Happens Live. live, live. This is the Fit Show. Makes you feel alive. Full out, full out throttle, man. F-I-T with a Z, players. Fitz happens live. Everybody, check out our website if you have a moment today. Follow Fitz.com. Follow Fitz, F-I-T-Z.com. And uh, also right there, you can check out the P-A-B, which is the podcast after the broadcast, a, a full condensed version of the show. Uh, in case you missed it a couple of days ago on Friday, Drew Barrymore was on Jimmy Kimmel, and she was telling this story about one time when she vandalized an ex-boyfriend's car. Listen to this. I spray-painted an ex-boyfriend's car. Oh, really? Yeah. It was really fun. We, like, blasted Cypress Hill, and, uh, yeah. What'd we you felt on so it? baller. Um, a lot of uh, really horrible things. Like, really? Yeah, it was like, you screwed me over, you d- Okay, so, yeah. <laughs> Does that not remind you of a, of a country song? Mm-hmm. 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 Which country song does that remind you of? 
Carrie Underwood. Boom. This one. Any ladies listening who got a little revenge? Right, little, That's uh, straight up crazy. It, it Carter, is. your name is Leather Seats. Oh, listen. Slash the hole on all four tires. That's right. Well, so, I'm never going to cheat. <laughs> I decided uh, a long time ago to kind of provide a response to all the ladies mm-hmm. with that song. Um, and so when I heard that Drew Barrymore clip from Kim, I'm like, maybe I should bring it out of the old <laughs> archives. And play it. And this is, uh, ladies, my response to you, the consequences of jacking up... Someone's ride. Someone's <laughs> ride. This is what happens. This is Fitz before she gets released. A Friday night, I walk out of the club to find my girl hitting my truck with the Louisville slugger. She's drunk, yelling and screaming, said I cheated on her with another. The crowd forms, watching the drama as she takes the bat and tries to bash my brains right in. <laughs> but she don't win. Cause I saw her come and I called the cops. They pulled in behind her and they jumped on top. They slapped the cuffs on her, threw her in the back seat. In charges now she's doing time I'll be long gone before she gets released <laughs> So you hear that ladies? You want to jack up our truck We'll be long gone before you even get released Maybe Response ladies Maybe You can avoid all of this Yeah If you just don't cheat on your woman That's true Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Just don't do it Alright Hey, can we put that on our Facebook page? Sure, yeah. So you can check it out. Real. Funny. The Fit Show. It's the end of summer. Time to put pumpkin spice in everything for the next three months. This is The Fit Show. Fitch happens live. They had a nothing fight. Yeah. Fitz and Bethany had a nothing. Nothing, nothing, nothing. They had a nothing fight. Yeah. They're fighting about nothing. <laughs> In this case, my wife over there, who's been so great hanging out with us and, you know, being that voice for the ladies on the show. I want to thank you for that. But she's also been giving me a really, really hard time about my passion. And I don't know if you know this, but everybody on the show for the longest time, they've always told me, you know what, you care about entertainment too much and you care about the show too much and you always... All you really care about is like show prepping and doing stuff. You got to find a passion. So you know what? All of a sudden, my wife introduced me to a show called Sons of Anarchy. And at that point, I said, this is what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to be a leader of a uh, of a motorcycle club, of a biker gang. I feel like I'm about to side with Bethany. or I don't know where this is going, but I feel like I'm about to be on her side. Because for someone who's so all about entertainment... You're supposed to realize that that's an entertainment show. It's not like a, a, a guide to your life. It's not a lifestyle. Tell, tell that to Jax. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't know who Jax is, that's a character on the show, Sons of Anarchy. And so basically my wife, um, after all you guys tell me that I need to find a passion, she gets mad at me apparently now because I'm Googling hogs too much. 
Motorcycles. Oh, okay. Mot- motorcycles. I'm just <laughs> motorcycles. I'm just saying. Have you ever yeah. ridden a motorcycle? I've sat on plenty. That's not the point. The point is, <laughs> I'm trying to. You've sat on plenty. Yep. I've sat on them. Yep. Do you even know how to like shift gears in yeah. a motorcycle? Yeah, because I've I've ridden big quads before, massive four wheelers. So yeah, I can... quads Shit. are different. No, no, not massive. Quads shifting like... gears on that is just the same as shifting gears on a motorcycle. It's a little bit uh, to back what Tanner's saying. Saying you can ride a motorcycle because you've ridden a quad is sort of like saying you're an expert unicycle rider because you've ridden a bicycle. It's in my blood. Different though, world. Man. It's in my blood. It's in your blood. My dad's. <laughs> my dad was a Green Beret. What does that have to do with motorcycles? <laughs> that has nothing. Because your See, dad was a Green Beret in the well, army. That has nothing to do with. He jumped out of planes, Tanner. Yeah, he was what? a paratrooper. Jumping out of planes, vis a vis riding motorcycles. What I'm saying is, living for dangers in my blood, in my DNA. Twenty three and Me will mm. tell me that. It's in my DNA. I think, yes, actually, I think there is a spot on 23andMe that yeah. actually has like a, a piece of the pie cut out and it says danger. Yeah. You know, like well, this is how letters. much danger you're into. This is how much danger. <laughs> and again, whenever you guys talk like this, my biker brothers and sisters, they get very mad that you guys are trying to discourage me of, of, of my passion. Well, and again, do you see what's happening right now? Here I am telling you that I'm supposed to be in a biker gang in a mo- or a motorcycle club, and you yeah. guys are literally making fun of me for it. After I just seeing, want everybody to see that. After seeing a video of George Clooney get hit by a truck that on That was a, a moped. He didn't know how to ride. It's the same thing. He doesn't, it's know, no how to, he doesn't a, know how to ride the hog, and you know it. You don't know how to ride a hog. I watch Actually, Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> Actually, I think George Clooney is like, I think I have seen him ride motorcycles before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, I've also decided to start, well, if I can get some, some support, my, my wife had a great idea. We could start a club called Dads of Anarchy, where we can get leather jackets, dads, we could sit joke. around in our leather jackets, <laughs> and we could ride around the neighborhood on our motorcycles. Sounds like a midlife crisis to <laughs> <Yeah>. me. <laughs> You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. Labor Day weekend. Happy Labor Day weekend. Tuesday is going to suck. This is The Fit Show. Ladies and gentlemen, Fitz happens live, and I hope you're having a good uh, good beginning of the week. I, I wanted to share something that I found on social media, and uh, this is straight up from my news feed on my personal Facebook page. It says, I need to share an incredible experience about an animal hospital. Kobe, our nine-year-old golden retriever, started becoming lethargic yesterday afternoon, and by 7 p.m. he would not even stand up. I had to carry him to my truck. So Dr. Greg met us at the clinic after hours, and he and the vet tech, Alicia, spent three hours trying to determine what was going on as Kobe got more and more lethargic. He was slipping away. Most obvious issues were related to blood, platelets, white and red cells just basically out of whack, potential internal bleeding. He wasn't doing well. So here's the amazing part. Dr. Gregg suggested a transfusion to buy some time to root out and treat the cause. And he said he had a potential donor 20 minutes away. And then he said, I'll call my wife and have her bring in Rosie, his own 12-year-old golden. Soon after his wife and three kids showed up with Rosie, I learned Rosie is a bit of a veteran at this. Having saved other dogs about a dozen times before. So Rosie offered a unit of blood to Kobe, and I left for the night not knowing what to expect in the morning. And at 7.45, Dr. Greg called and said Kobe was up and at him, that he can come and pick him up. With a variety of medications and vitamins to hopefully get his own system back on track, Uh, haven't nailed down a specific cause yet, possibly a deer tick-borne issue, but at least for now, 
He was happy to prance to and jump in my truck. We're going to let him rest and watch for a relapse over the next couple of days. But I'm truly grateful to Dr. Greg and Alicia. And especially Rosie. Really an unbelievable, incredible experience of love. Wow. And that was just from my news feed. And I just thought, man, isn't that something? Sweet little Rosie. Saved all those lives. That's right. Hey, wow. I, hey, I, uh, I, I, have, uh, I have a dog at home. Be happy to take care of you. I hope Rosie got a treat. Oh, she got a bunch. She got a straight up big bag. Yeah, you know, if you give blood, you got to have a nice sugary snack. Yeah, or T-bone probably... steak. Yeah. 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 Goodbye, Summer. Hello, football season. This is The Fit Show. Go rest high on that mountain. I'm an American soldier. God bless the USA. This is Green Gray Bob. Fitz is my son. I proudly served my country from 66 through 72 with the Army Special Forces. We live in a land of the free because of our brave men and women past and present. This is our troop salute. Monday's Freedom was fought and earned by the proud men and women who serve our nation. And we are the show that does the troop salute. And, you know, the service runs deep in many American families. The military can become a bridge that allows generations of family members to connect on a special level due to their shared experiences. And today we're saluting two United States Marines who are grandfather and grandson. And this salute was actually brought to me by the man between these two Marines. He is the son to one Marine and the father to another and he is incredibly proud of both the first marine in the family is vincent rodden he served proudly in the marines during world war ii and i didn't get a lot of detail on him i do know that he must have seen and done so much during his time in because there were almost no marines in the world war ii era who didn't see action sadly vincent rodden passed away three years ago at the age of 90 and his son and his whole family will always remain proud of him and the Marine Corps tradition lives on in the Rodden family today with Robin Rodden, who's serving right now. And Robin, sounds like a song, Robin Rodden, tweet, 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 <laughs> Robin Rodden, tweet. Yeah. Anyway, Robin was just married in December of 2017 and uh, shipped out on deployment on the very next Valentine's Day, just two Ooh. months later. Wow. Robin's father wanted uh, me to remind everyone about the sacrifices that his Marines made and that his son is making today. And I quote, I don't think people realize just how tough deployment can be on a relationship. So today we honor these two tough Marines, Robin and Vincent Rodden. And if you'd like to honor someone for our troop salute, past, present, or future, please take a couple of seconds and go to followfits.com. Click on troop salute. Our Star Spangled Banner now by Dirks Bentley. Say, can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we hail at the twilight's last gleaming? 
Whose broad stripes and bright stars Through the perilous fight Oh, the ramparts we watched Were so gallantly streaming And the rocket's red glare The bombs bursting in air That our flag was still there Oh, say does that star-spangled banner yet wave Oh, the land of the free And the home of the One and only. This is the Fit Show. And now, and now, it's it's time for your. Why are you kidding me? Stories of the day. Hey, if I could just say thank you to all the P1s who sent me unbelievable what are you kidding me stories over the weekend. You guys are pretty awesome. You could also submit them right now. We have our website all up and running. Followfits.com. Just click on what are you kidding me? I'm going to kick it off. With a story out of Kentucky. Things that make you go, hmm. A guy in Kentucky recently got arrested for recording himself performing a, quote, lewd act with his roommate's toothbrush. Oh, Oh. no. Did he replace it? He put it back. Oh. And there are criminal investigations going on. Yeah. Dang right, there'd be yeah. criminal investigations. Yeah. I wouldn't want that loot act right. in my mouth. Who now, would? Now, let me just say, oh, this is you. one of those pranks that horrible young men have been doing to each other for years. But the difference is video footage. Why do you video yourself doing it? You've just created the evidence trail to bust yourself. Drew, let me answer that question. But qu- it's funny. Yeah, that's why. I'm going to answer that question <laughs> for you. Why, right? Why video it? Because they're idiots. Yeah. Because they want hits and clicks on YouTube. Like, hey, man, let me get my friend's toothbrush and put it where the sun don't shine. And I wonder how many hits I can get on my YouTube page. I'm going to put it on Facebook Live. Right. Like, that's going to... What that's going to do is get you arrested. We mm-hmm. said this earlier in the show. Think uh-huh. before you post. Ponder. Ponder before, before you, you post. post. Yeah, before you throw that up on your Instagram story. Hey. Think ag- of the consequences. Again, jobs are getting lost. Marriages are getting ruined. Mm-hmm. And plus, nobody wants to see that. All nobody right. wants to sh- you to see oh. a toothbrush where the sun don't I guarantee shine. guarantee you well, there the, are people yeah. that want to see it. There's not prob- me. There's probably an audience for that somewhere, but not here. Let's go to page two. Why are you kidding me? Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to take you out of France. He slapped a baby? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this has to be good. This beats any well, anything I've ever seen. Guys, a French-speaking priest. There is video of this. This is something you definitely need to Google today. A French-speaking priest slapped a crying baby during a christening. And a woman is holding the child when it happens, and then the guy she's with pulls the baby away and, like, shoves the priest. I this baby's too. crying... And this priest slaps the... And I know that you're uh, my wife, Bethany the Mouth from the South. Raised Catholic. Raised Catholic. 
Is this a normal? Is this a normal no, thing? No, absolutely not. As a matter of fact, it's very normal for a baby to cry during a christening right. because obviously you're pouring cold water on its head. But other than that, I mean, I mean, it's slapping I, a baby. I don't think it's co- it's common practice to slap the I'm, child. Okay, that's good to know. So it's not normal in there. Slapping no. a baby is as normal as the guy with the toothbrush. Yeah. Don't be slapping anything. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. You got the... What are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. You're listening to The Fitz Show. Fitz happens live. Every day, Fitz happens. Snap what you see right now. Send it back to me. Post it on our Facebook page. We love these. Just snap what you see. We just want to see what's going on. From your eyes. Uh, go to Facebook and search Follow Fits. You guys ever have like the beginning of the week where, man, when it rains, it pours? Oh, yeah. What is the definition of Murphy's Law? What is Murphy's Law? Uh, I, well, I think Murphy's Law is... Will you Google that, Tanner? Murphy's Law? Anything that can go wrong will. Or, <laughs> or that the, the worst thing that can happen will, or the worst outcome possible, is the one to expect. Right. You know what's funny is a lot that reminds me a long time ago. This is a long time ago. Uh, I was interviewing Taylor Swift, and from and it was kind of at the beginning of her career. And she and she she said to me, she goes, "You know, everything's going so good right now. Everything's going so great right now. I just wonder when something when it's all going to go wrong." I'm like, "Oh my God, you can't think like that." But sometimes when crap just happens to you, it just happens. Like the past two weeks. My daughter has uh, blew her engine in her Honda, uh-huh. and my wife just blew an engine. Maybe. Whoa. Can I throw out the definition of that Murphy's Law? That is not law fair. Real quick. Let them throw out the definition of Murphy's Law. It's a rule that states, quote, if something can go wrong, it will. In right. addition to the, this law reads, and usually at the worst time. Yeah. Yeah, I just feel like the, the, it's, it, that's been going on for my family this past week or whatever. And so my wife uh, yesterday felt like a little hitting. And I pulled over. And she blew it up. Well, have you been putting oil in the car? Nope. I'm going to find. I did. mm, That's going to make me mad. I got the oil. Has Fitz actually been putting oil in the? No. Oh. Actually, let's go ahead and stop. Yes. Uh, Yeah. To ask your answer your question, I I get the oil changes, and it was perfectly within the Uh the, you know the the mileage of of the oil change. Uh Uh But apparently, uh, I wasn't really made aware of this leak. Apparently, that was in my wife's truck. Yeah. Unfortunately, you do need to. Check the oil regularly in between. In your cars, it's not it's not a new car. It's five six years old, right? True, right. So once cars get a few miles and they get a little older, they can start going through yeah. oil. So the the older your car is, the the more frequently you need to keep an eye on it. Like maybe every time you fill up the tank, sure. check the oil. Yeah, that, that, that's a good. Say that one more time. Every time you fill up the tank, really. every time you fill up the tank when you're sitting there at the gas station waiting for the pump to run, yeah. just go around, pop the hood, check the oil. And again, everybody hear that. Even if you say, "Well, I just had an oil change," right? It doesn't matter. Check, check that oil I'm anyway. Guilty of that Ain't too. that right, Bethany? Check that oil. You know what? I'm going to take offense to that because my <laughs> grandfather taught me about cars, and I don't know everything, but I have blown up an engine before. Yeah. Whenever I was 19 years old, so I can tell you that I knew exactly what that noise was the second I heard it, and oh, yeah. I pulled my car over and I called my husband right away and I said, "Credit for stopping." Quit and thinking, I said, "You yeah. know what?" And that's what I was about to say. Most husbands, I think, would be like, "My wife was awesome. She pulled over. Yeah, she but I, called. I think, she whatever." But we still blew the engine. It sounds like. Hey, you drive that vehicle <laughs> just as much as she Thank does. Thank you. Didn't blow under my watch, my friend, and oh, I so never. Yeah, but I, it didn't happen I spontaneously. Know, but, uh, uh, yeah, but I never heard that noise when I was driving it. What? Not my watch. <laughs> right. <laughs> 
Someone asking what, a couple thousand bucks, probably? Probably. Yeah. Should have called Drew. Just, just <laughs> add it to the stack. <laughs> what would Drew have done? Besides what? Be be supporting, uh, be supportive? I don't know. Of that horrible sound coming from the truck? I don't know. All I'm right. just saying. <laughs> Drew ruined my power steering. I'm not letting him touch the engine. Hey, okay. All right. That was like 10 years yeah, ago. Go pay full price then. <laughs> Welcome to the show, you guys. This is the Fit Show. Fitch happens live. It's time to open the Fitz box and read his Twitters and Facebook, Instagram, Instagram, Twitter, maybe Snapchat. Yeah, it's the good, the bad, and the ugly about the show. All of your questions, your comments, and concerns. Because that's the way it should be. Uh, hey, Fitz, uh, last week you played a bit titled A Minute Inside a Woman's Head, and it had a woman who couldn't decide what candle to get. <laughs> Give me a break. Men are way more indecisive than women. I've watched my man stand in front of the open fridge for 15 minutes with his fat pop belly, walk away with nothing because he couldn't decide what he wanted. Where's that clip, huh? Hey, Bethany, the mouth from the South, if you're going to be the representation for females, you got to stand up for the ladies. Wake up that bad boys club. Laura. Woo. Ooh. Laura has some good points. Yeah, I think she does, too. Laura, you do have some good points. Well, Laura, you're, you're, you're angry. Yeah. <laughs> you need to talk to your husband about maybe this. She could call, well, maybe could she be, could call in. Could be a little relationship issue yeah. going on. I think she might be taking it out on us. Yeah, I heard that pot belly line loud and clear. Yeah. Oh, why? Somebody say that to you or what? Maybe. Drew, was this really your girlfriend posing as Laura? <gasps> Wait a minute. All right. Uh, let's move on. Hey, Fitz. Fitz and Bethany destroyed Drew and Tanner the other day in the Jurassic World movie scenes they did. What the heck is up with that Mickey Mouse voice Tanner was using? Sometimes you're like fingernails on a chalkboard, dude. By the way, how's laugh therapy? Kyle. Wow, Kyle. It's always good to address that because... And, and These people are just coming These after us today. <laughs> well... You know, we've gotten complaints in the past, even from, you know, bosses about, they say that Tanner's laugh is comparable to baby seals choking on crackers. Yep. <laughs> we've worked on it. The last thing we want is for Tanner the Millennial to push people away from the show. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know what? I'm making progress, and You're, you can't expect progress overnight. It is a work. We're working on it. Yep. And by the way, everybody, have you noticed when Tanner, when he laughs now, that with his, <laughs> he's trying to do it off mic? <laughs> We're trying to get him to do a, you yeah, know, a little right. off Whenever the mic. Whenever I laugh, I run to the corner of the yes, studio. We, we're trying. Yeah. <laughs> and you get extra shame, stuff in the booth. Shame! Shame! <laughs> hey, Fitz, uh, let's move on. It sounds like uh, Drew was missing his calling. He should have been a lawyer because he's really good at figuring out, uh, uh, figuring out this court stuff. Plus, he's no good at radio at all. It what? sounds like he's on his tablet during your show the entire time. <laughs> Does that guy even talk anymore? Sincerely, Mike. <laughs> I think there was some creative editing on your part there. I Don't think. ruin the bit, Drew. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate him saying I uh, could be. I assume he's talking about my case yeah, your with, stuff with my, with the, you know, my impound case. The so people's court. I'm working through it, man. It's tough. The yeah. legal system is is complicated and layered. Basically, uh, peop- a couple people jacked Drew's trucks right from yeah. their lot. You think it's yeah. and, uh, purposely and made that way? Drew's going after him. Yeah. I'm not letting it go. All right. You know what else you're not letting go? It's the principle. That tablet, because you're tip-tapping that thing throughout the whole show. Yeah, man. <laughs> Quiet, you. <laughs> Get off that tablet, Drew. 
Hey, uh, Fitz, I think the Roseanne show without Roseanne you were talking about could really work. Remember Valerie? She was the star of her sitcom, and when she got fired, it became the Hogan family. I love that show. Shout out to Jason Bateman. I'm all about him. Shout out to Jason Bateman. He's my hall pass husband. Deanna. All right. I I love Jason Bateman, too. I'm right with you. Oh, really? (laughs) Hey, Tanner. Mm. Is there anything you want to share with the class? I think Jason Bateman's a good actor. All right. Anyway, uh, if you want to contact us on the Fitz box, you know what to do. Fitz happens live. It's time to trade in all those margaritas for pumpkin spice lattes. You know, you could put tequila in those, right? Happy Labor Day weekend. This is the Fitz Show. Fitz happens live. Oh, yeah. All right, what have we learned today? In the What Are You Kidding Me stories, I learned that uh, firefighters had to put out a fire at a tortilla chip factory because the tortilla <laughs> chips spontaneously combusted, which is terrifying. Yes, tortilla. Or it's the burst be- into flames. Or it's the best chip ever. The hottest, Could spicy be. nacho yeah. chip ever. So good that you die from it. Oh, so hot. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you going with this? All right, Tanner the Millennial, what have we learned today? Well, I learned that a hacker is coming after Drew for $3,000 in Bitcoin, of all things. And how did this hacker find Drew? Dirty websites. Dirty websites. No, no, no. That's just what they threaten you with. Be careful. It's a general threat. Drew, I don't believe it. All right, fine. <laughs> He's like, I and don't care. This hacker has video of Drew looking at these websites. Uh huh. I, I, I want to take a good look at that hard drive. <laughs> and Drew says, show it to people. All right. Yeah, whatever. Go for it. Bethany, what about you? What have we learned today? There were some fighting words happening on The View. Oh, yeah. Between Whoopi mm-hmm. Goldberg and, and Judge, uh, Judge Janine yes. Hero from Fox News. It got dirty. Live on TV. Woo. Wow. Yeah. Come on, Cat ladies. Who does Whoopi think she is stepping to a judge? A judge. A judge. Well, she uh, wanted to put a can of Whoopi on her. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow, you guys. Let's get through this Monday. My name's Fitz. I'm Drew. I'm Bethany. I'm Tara the Millennial. Think big, because you're thinking anyway. And who's better than you? Nobody. Oh, yeah. That's the end of today's professional broadcast of The Fit Show. Did you miss some of the show today? No worries. For all things fits and to check out today's PAB, the podcast after the broadcast, just go to followfits.com.